with Adam and Jay. Hey, peaches! Welcome to Fix It, where friends don't let friends fix pop culture alone. I'm Adam. And I'm Jay. And you're our listener. Hey there, listeners. Ho there, listeners. Um, sting, sting, listeners? Yeah, zap, zap. Zap? zap? What, what is the sound is that... Is the Black Widow stingers, right? Is it a little wrist? Is it like Pew-pew. zip, zip? I would imagine it's like a, it's a little more of a subdued sound. I, yeah. Zip zap. Uh, zop. zop. <laughs> yeah, man, that was my favorite Black Widow, uh, my favorite Black Widow comic growing up. Uh, the, the one where she joins uh, an improv team. And really, honestly, the dr- the drama of the comic is more just scheduling to, to, to get everyone <laughs> in the same room. Man. The only thing worse than getting a D&D group together is getting an improv team in the same room with, that this, with a coach. Oh, man. True. The worst. I've never done that. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, welcome to welcome to Fix It. Hey, guys. Uh, I, I'm Jay. That's Adam. Hello. Uh, you may know us uh, from the wildly popular YouTube channel Previewed, uh, where uh, Adam and I react, review, riff to Jeopardy and other SAG-approved items. Mostly of the animated variety right yes. now. Yes. Uh, this show is aggressively a writing show and aggressively journalism. So, hey, everybody, what's Hi. up? <laughs> In case anyone was wondering or had any questions, that's how we're that's how we're choosing to look we at it. We are good, good journalist boys. We're good, good journalist boys, and this is a writing show. So, and neither of us are in WGA. Uh, <laughs> I just feel like I'm rock- walking a tightrope at all times. Really? Uh, not anymore. Now, now that we actually got answers, I feel a lot better. I'm just skateboarding down the street, Jay. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. I just educated, I educated uh, Adam on the magic that is Rodney Mullen. Uh, before we started this podcast. But this is our, sh- our podcast, Fix It, where every week Adam and I take a piece of pop culture that maybe missed the mark, maybe didn't quite get there. Maybe maybe just didn't do Taskmaster right at all. Maybe came out <laughs> a few years too late. <laughs> and we fix it. And uh, from I- I'm sure you've gleamed, uh, you know, from the title of the episode and from uh, what we've been speaking about, uh, this week we are fixing 2021? Why do I always do this to I, myself? You're the one Why do I always do this? I always say the year, but I don't know it. 2021. <laughs> 2021's Black Widow, the MCU property that finally gave our our favorite favorite spy her own movie. It took too long. It, it took it, too it, long. It, it took too long. That's one of the issues. It took too long. Yes, indeed. Uh, that yeah. Uh, we're we're not talking about that right now. We're we're, we're, we're staying gonna, close to our structure. We're gonna get to it. We're we're, we're gonna get to it. We're good good structure boys this week. Good Jay. good structure boys. Look at a structure. Week. It's almost like we had a meeting with our producer. And he, he yelled like, at us. And he yelled at us. And then us. we had to remind him <laughs> of the sword of Damocles swinging over his head. And he said, "I take your sword and I show you that I have the spear of destiny." Ah! Ah! <laughs> Named weapons abound. Uh, but before we get into Black Widow this week, uh, we're moving into one of our favorite segments that I like to call Roll for Convo. Roll for Convo. All of us call this Roll for Convo. Yeah, yeah. It's not just you, it's all of us. Yeah, but but I but I, I, 
I said it first. Uh, we in this segment, Adam and I uh, have uh, per, we have been provided with twenty topics of conversation, uh, and we are going to uh, roll a twenty sided die right here. Her name is Miranda. Oh, um, I've named your dice. Sorry, uh, her name That's is Miranda, and we're going to roll Miranda and see what our topic of conversation for the top of the show is. And I will do so right now. That, my friend, is a 19. Nine, whoa. I roll high on this, man. 19. Miranda loves me. What is a movie that you will never watch again for a positive reason? Um, I, I, I know my answer immediately. Great. Um, it's, it, it's, I will never watch this movie again because I think it encapsulates mm. exactly what it's trying to get across. Uh, and it is, it sufficiently broke my heart and it snapshotted a part of my life in such a way that I never, and their feelings that I never want to have again. And I'm glad that I lived through them, but I'm glad they're over. And that movie is 500 Days of Summer. Oh. Yeah. From a relationship standpoint, sure, yeah, I saw. I felt very seen by that movie. Oh, and I really had to walk off that movie, and I never want to see it again. Huh? Yeah. That's and I and I think that shows, and I respect the movie for it. Sure, but I did, but I, but like you know, like when a movie is like too good, but like too close to you, and you're like, ah, this is really well done, but I, but I'll never watch this again. No. Oh, okay. I don't think I have an answer for this. Oh, really? I don't think I've ever felt... I've never felt that good about a movie that I never want to see again. About it, my, my, I don't think I have a positive reason for never seeing a movie again. Okay. It's all negative like, for you me. You just like never want to... like. Oh, you, that's good. Man, the dark side of the force courses through your veins, my Sometimes friend. it does, man. Yeah, the only reason I don't watch movies is because of vengeance. I mean, I, there's a list of movies I'll never see again, but like, I can't think of any of them... Like I'll never see cats again, but it's not for a positive reason. Yeah, but I think I, I will. Uh, I think if you can take a snapshot of, I will never see cats again because it was so bad. But that doesn't mean that my experience. Like, but also you'll never be able to recreate that experience. That's true. Like I think I, I think you'll never see cats again because we had such an amazing time watching that movie that literally can never physically happen again. It can't. No. I, like, so I guess maybe I guess you, I, straight up, dude. <laughs> Let's go meet Blustiver Jones. That girl just quietly saying no. <laughs> it's one of the best moments of my entire life. Like, I hope when I die and I get a snapshot of like, you, you know, your life flashes before right. your eyes, and you get the whole mm -hmm. montage. I really sincere. If that's not in it, then I know that like we're in a simulation. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Sure. Like that was that was formative. Who, I just I every time I think about it I just can't stop smiling. I remember That's I, true. I'll never forget Judy Dench just taking that whole song right in one in her huge face, dressed up like a cat, and us just laughing so hard we're almost barfing. Just truly, oh, it's ah, uh, it was pure it was pure unadulterated joy, and it was too hot in that theater. It, it was just it, it was, was terrible. Packed. It was it was. It was truly the most. It was the most exquisite experience. It was such a terrible viewing experience. But I will. I wish I could go back and live that moment again. But I don't think it's possible. Even if it's we went not. back in time, I don't think it would really capture the magic. Nope, because we already know what the movie is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Bravo, cats. Kind of. 
I mean, you definitely gave us an experience we'll never forget. Okay, so okay, so if you can't engage with this question from a positive way, what are the movies you'll never watch because they made you angry? Okay, the first one's the. And let's keep this fun. The only movie I ever let's walked keep out this of bright and light. It was the the prequel. God, I, I brought this up multiple times, and I always forget the title of it. It's the it was the prequel to the Christian Bale movie where he's a serial killer. Oh, that star that stars Dawson. And the girl. Are you talking from about American nice Psycho? Tale. Yes, it's but it's a prequel to that. There was a prequel to American Psycho. They're in Psycho? college. Yes. Oh. Producer Brian here, and I'm going to help Adam out a little bit because the movie he's talking about is 2002's The Rules of Attraction. James Vanderbeek plays a character named Sean Bateman in the movie, and the character is actually the younger brother of Patrick Bateman, the main character of American Psycho. So it's set within the same universe. Anyway, back to you, gentlemen. And I did, but I didn't know that at the time. This but is it, a very specific poll. But it had like. All these American Psycho Junior, no American Psycho babies, they have real good business cards. <laughs> American Psycho babies. Um, that it's just uh, you know I was like, oh, these people from the late nineties, early two thousands, are these massive stars are on this movie. Cool. Oh, there's Dawson. Oh, he's a dick. Oh, this isn't. Wait, this is terrible. They're Oh, horrible things are happening to like every, there's horrible things happening to all these characters and there's nothing positive in this movie. And I'm like, I think I'm done. Yeah. I I left somewhere in the middle of act 2. I'm like, you know what? I don't Yep, I'm done. Yeah. There's a scene in the bathroom that says like, you know what? I'm just going to like leave the game board. I'm taking myself out of this yeah. game and I'm like, what is this movie? I don't this movie is not what I thought it was about. I don't want to see this anymore. I'm gone. Yeah. This is not fun. Why was this made? <laughs> Why are any of you in here? I'm gone. Screw you for making this movie. I hate all <laughs> of you. How dare you? How dare you, you put the this theaters? out? Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. But you didn't even... How did you see this if you didn't even know about the or, the OG material? Or you like... Oh, because the trailers and stuff did not uh, portray the movie very differently than actually what it oh, was. That is terrible. Yeah, that is, uh, you know... That's important for trailers. Yeah, it's Dawson and these other character actors. You know, like oh, it's a college movie. Cool, with I'm the in Mario college. Movie. Oh wait a second, I don't. None of this has happened. Oh no, I don't. This isn't fun. Yeah, that's like Kimberly and I watched uh, the Diane Keaton Mandy Moore vehicle because I said so. Oh yeah, and it's it's truly a big bag of crap, but uh, we had so much fun watching it together because of how bad it was. Oh. And now that I'm mentioning it, I was like, oh, we're, it's pizza night. It's Friday night. We're going to have a date night tonight. And I was like, oh, what are we going to do? And I was like, maybe we'll watch Because I Said So. Okay. So I was like, oh, we can never watch again because it's so bad. And I'm like, yeah, maybe we could. Maybe we could. Oh, that movie's so bad. All right. There's a couple horror movies I'll never watch again, too. Yeah. The Ring. Too scary. Never again. Yeah, but like, yeah, but I think it's... The Grudge? No, thank you. But I think you can... Those were very good. You can they appreciate... They were good. Oh, yes. Th you're not going to watch them again because they are so good at what they're trying to do. Yes. So I think that counts. Does that count? I think. Because I don't like being scared. and I So like, that's a negative connotation to me. Like, oh, you really did a good job scaring me. How dare you? Shame on you. But like, I yeah. guess that's what they were going for. Yeah, but we also... We aren't as sentimental about things as much as you would imagine. That's true. Yeah. Whereas, uh, whereas our producer Brian, however, 
oh can be it gets is when it comes to movies in particular mm-hmm. like i'm sentimental but not necessarily about movies mm-hmm. uh but whereas brian is that is a very brian question ah like brian i would like you to answer this question in your fun fact footage when we get to it because this is truly the minute I, you read that question i was like this is a brian this is a brian ass question <laughs> 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 Brian's just setting himself up. Yeah, man. I see what's going on. Ah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's I just see. like ready to hop in. Yeah. We're just double dutching over here. And he's like, huh? Huh? He's got that light in his eyes. It's like, you better not screw this up, boy. Better Anyways. Um, speaking of those fun facts. Speaking of those fun facts. Uh, before we hop into Black Widow, uh, we would love to know more about uh, the movie itself. And for that, we actually talked to someone that actually knows what they're talking about from time to time, our producer, Brian. So, Brian, why don't you roll that beautiful bean fun fact footage? Thank you, gentlemen. Today, we're trying to fix 2021's MCU movie, Black Widow. Directed by Kate Shortland and written by Eric Pearson, this movie stars Scarlett Johansson, Florence Pugh, David Harbour, Rachel Weisz, Olga Kurylenko, and Ray Winstone. It had a $200 million budget and made $379.8 million. This one has quite a few bean fun facts, so here are some of the highlights. This movie was rewritten a few times. One of the reasons was to make sure it didn't get an R rating. Early versions of the script included Tony Stark and Clint Barton. The movie was released in theaters and on Disney Plus simultaneously on July 9th, 2021, and it was the first Marvel movie back in theaters post-lockdown, pushed back from March 1st, 2020. Scarlett Johansson ended up suing Disney as the Disney Plus aspect of the release breached a stipulation in her contract for theatrical only. And if you care, this movie has a 79% on Rotten Tomatoes. Quickly, going back to the role for Convo conversation, there is no movie that I wouldn't watch again for a positive reason. I know, surprising, right? What a twist. I'm just very aware of the feelings that I felt the first time and get excited to see how the movie may affect me based on how I've changed. But also, some excellent body horror movies I have no desire to watch again, like Possessor. But you never know. Anyway, back to you, gentlemen. Wow. Wonderful job, Brian. Good job, Brian. Also, great list of movies. That, that was that was an extensive list. Doubling down on him having to answer. Now he actually has to answer. Yeah. That's just so many so many answers. Any emails from our Patreon oh. saying we uploaded a video, which I don't know how you did that because you're sitting right there. Magic. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so today we'll be fixing uh, 2021's uh, Black Widow, uh, a movie that uh, is I'm actually excited to talk about today. Yes, because I think this this movie has I think this movie has earned its place among the ranks of movies that need to be fixes. But I think that a lot of the reasons that this movie has ended up on this list are unique to only this movie. It was a perfect storm that caused truly this. was a perfect storm. Yes, and I don't think a lot of it is this movie's fact. It's but not. It's nope. It's no. It's there's a lot of other people at fault, but it's not anyone in this movie's. Indeed. Uh, but before we hop in, if you have not seen Black Widow, uh, we will let you know uh, about the plot in our favorite segment. They're all our favorites. They're all our sweet. How segment. dare you make us choose? They're all sweet segment, baby. I will not make so. I realize I've called literally everything. <laughs> every single one of them. I made. 
Look, I'm trying to be really good at trying to be structure boy today, okay? They can all be my favorites. They can all be my favorites if we structured properly. Come on. Our favorite segment, plot drop. Adam, Black Widow, drop that plot. Oh, what's in the plot? It's the plot drop. Okay. It is right after uh, Iron, uh, Captain America Civil War. But the movie starts back in 1995. It's a quick little, sh- uh, what was it, five minutes of young Natasha yeah. and y- her younger sister, Yelena, who we will find meet her in the future, uh, and their Russian spy parents. As a job has been completed, we're not exactly sure what, they, what the job was, and they, but also the American authorities are on their tail, and so they get out of Ohio on a a little Cessna plane and they fly out. It's tension. There's, they're getting chased. Oh my God, are they going to make it? Yes, of course they're going to make it. And they fly back to Cuba and then the girls get, the young girls get taken into the Black Widow program and they really don't want to go because they want to stay as a family. But they're like, nope, bye! Into the bread room with both of you! Yeah. Flash forward to the present. Natasha's on the run from the Civil War. General Ross Maybe is Maybe one her. of the best opening credits of any Marvel movie ever. Yes. The that that uh smells like teen spirit cover is great. And it also explains gives us so much story yep. so quickly. It it's does. awesome. Sorry, I didn't it just, mean to no, it's very good. Wow. Natasha's on the run, General Ross is after it because the, the Sokovio Accords were just signed and now she's in violation of it, but she's one step ahead. I'm off the grid. I'm going to live in this trailer. And her friend who set her up in this trailer got the mail from the safe house in Budapest. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, here you go. She's like, what's this? It's mail from Budapest. Shut up. So she doesn't know, though, there's a package. And in that package is some vials of magic red dust that will free the Black Widows thousands of them across the planet apparently from their chemical brainwashing yeah uh, that her sister was just as we flash forward to see her like get dosed with it uh earlier uh it's like oh we but she doesn't know she doesn't open the package so she's like i'm gonna live here on my own for a while and then she needs a part from town she goes into town then taskmaster shows up they fight it's a okay fight but then it gets around the case of, I got, oh, this after the package. I'm going to go to Budapest. Oh, I met my sister. Oh, no, more Black Widows. They fight. We got to go figure out what's going on with this red mist. What do we got to do? Oh, I know. How about our dad, who's Red Guardian? He's in prison. Let's go free him. That sounds good. They do. It's could have been cooler, but they do. Then they get away from an avalanche, and then they find their mom. Yeah. Their mom. And then there's more backstory filled in about what's actually going on. Oh, the Red Room still exists. Oh, the bad guy who you thought you killed in the past is still alive. And he's doing this. The Red Room now is like tenfold. And there's like so many more young girls in this program. And uh-huh. we got to go take him out. And it turns out that she, the mom um, backstabbed him. and But then double-crossed everybody to get him to the Red Room. And then they blow up the Red Room. And then Natasha kills the guy again for real this time. Saves all the widows. The family kind of comes together which is kind of a little bit of weird because they weren't really a family to begin with. And then like a good chunk I don't know. Of, I think it worked. It, it, it didn't work as well as it thinks. Oh, a thousand percent. It didn't work as well as they wanted it to. That's this whole movie. And uh, then Yelena's free and Natasha uh, gives, herself, gives herself up enough to Ross for uh, the family and the widows who were freed from the Red Room uh, to get away. And then Natasha's like, I got a Quinjet now. I'm going to go free everybody from the raft and go into uh, Infinity War. Wee! Wee! There's a lot of good stuff in this movie. Unfortunately, it just this. You know what the problem with the movie was over like the big arching problem with this movie. Uh, I can't. It's it came out in like way, way, way too late. And yes, that's part one. It came out too late after we already know what happens to Natasha. Uh huh. 
And two, the bigger themes going on in this movie, they never really touched on a lot. Ever. Ever. So, like, but they needed you to know a lot of this stuff going into it. Yes. And it didn't set up anything in the movie. We had to, it doesn't, yeah, we had to know, like, when I opened, when I was uh, doing, I I only did half the watch through because we had to do go do Settle the Score with Late to the Party. Uh, thanks for everyone uh, in the watch along for being patient with that. I didn't really realize the time zone difference um, <laughs> until it was way too late. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, for, it's like when the movie opens and it's Ross. Yeah. And they're talking about everything that went down like in Civil War. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it, it actually hurt my brain a little bit to like, be like, oh, okay. When I first initially saw the movie, I was like, oh, so this is after, after Civil War? And then I, you spend the next 10 minutes in your seat kind of going through a Rolodex of, okay, where does that fit again? Where are we in the timeline? Where are where we? Is, where is everybody? I'm not in this okay. movie. I'm thinking about all of the... Like, all of the intro stuff is awesome, but then when we get into the present, I'm I'm so lost in... Where does this fit in continuity? And I know that's not necessarily fair to the movie, but when you've set it up as part of the MCU writ large, you have to know what your like where your audience is going to be at. Yeah, like it's it you, that's the selling point of MCU. Like I always feel bad holding the meta aspect of the story writ large against these movies, but like when that's your whole thing, yeah, well, same thing happened to Captain Marvel. I think you have a responsibility to your audience for. Like the fidelity of time. It's like yes. I always talk about it. It's the only thing that really frustrates me in movies is that like this I think I honest to God truly think this movie as it is written, if this movie came out after Civil War, yeah, this movie would have been a this movie would have been a huge hit. A yes. huge hit. I, I don't like there are some issues here and there that I have with this movie. But it's stuff that I, if it, this came out in the correct time frame, mm-hmm. I could have made peace with. Sure, like I truly think they. I think their their interpretation of Taskmaster is the biggest miss opportunity of all time. Well, it's clever. It's, it's an, clever. It's an interesting take. It's but it's not what anybody wanted. No, and I think. Even though it was clever and a well-used device, it just, hey, nope, this is the Mandarin situation all over again. Yes. Even though it's not truly a bait and switch like it was in Iron Man 3, it was technically Taskmaster. Whereas just like it's Shang-Chi bo- fixed that whole thing. It did, which is a great movie. We love Shang-Chi. But this is just like, nope, that's not... Ah, I mean, and also, but like using it as like, oh, it's the daughter you thought you blew up. Ah, it's the initial red in your leisure. Oh, whoa, yep. oh no. But like, again, that's a good twist, but it's just like, it's this isn't. And the other problem with Taskmaster in the movie is that, hey, they copy all of your stuff, they copy all of your moves, but it's a power we don't truly get to visually understand. No. Because they it's try. just fight. And the only time we see them watching any footage of an Avenger or any other character besides Nat, it's Clint in yeah. some footage from Avengers. Uh-huh. Other than that, we have 
no idea about any other abilities copied. Yeah. And there's no other way of seeing in the movie when they're using copied abilities. Yes. I think at one point they like they do a little Panther thing. He does some Black Panther but stuff, yeah. But that's not... That's about it. Other than that, it's just like, oh, this is just a fight. Yes. There's no way to denote when this power or this program, I guess technically, but is also, being used. But also, in the comic book origins of Taskmaster... He is not just a force to be reckoned with combat-wise. He is a force of personality. Yes. And they completely removed that aspect. Yeah. Like, Taskmaster should be the character, like, should be the villain that, like, everyone kind of is like, yeah, but he's fun to watch. Like, I like this guy. Mm -hmm. Like, he kind of has to be, like, I mean, I don't want to spoil anything, but, like, I I am casting, uh, like, my Taskmaster is... I'm thinking in the. I think there's a better option that, that that I that maybe you can help me with. Sure. But like I'm my Taskmaster. I'm thinking like John Hamm. Yes. Like someone who is like dry, funny, like kind of Has charming a personality. Yeah. Like, yeah. but like kind of take the governor off. Like, like take the leash off of him a little bit. Yeah. But like somebody that like. I don't know. I, I I just I really really bothered me. Someone that kind of steals the scene. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that uh, the change alone makes the but it makes an interesting twist for sure. sure. In this movie, in the story as it stands, yes, that was an interesting twist. The problem is your audience that they don't want that. No. They didn't want that, even though this was interesting and it was clever. It just like, but no, but Taskmaster's kind of oh, you didn't well, need to. I guess it could. It didn't need to be Taskmaster. It did not. It could have just been like. It could have been something it else. Could have been the pure Black Widow. Like she could have just been in a the blackest of widows. Yes. Yes. And she could have just been in a black mask, like a black noir situation. Yes. You know what I mean? Also, stop looking at my screen. <laughs> oh wait, are you serious? Yes. I, didn't, I, I no joke. That's I. I can't even see your I screen. I know. Oh, okay. Oh, is that what you're doing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fun. Because it doesn't need to be Taskmaster. No. You can save Taskmaster, Master. Well, I'm said. I said it right about seventy five percent of the time. To like later on to be like a really good villain. In I like just feel like yeah. I'm putting Taskmaster in mind, but he survives. Yeah. Like he's like I, I think Taskmaster should be involved. Like should be around. You know sure. what I mean? He shows yes. up in da- the Daredevil yes. show. He yes. shows up like yes. he is. He's not, and he's not always a bad guy. No, he's not. He's, he's just around. He's just around. Like sometimes he, can, he works for the bad guys. Sometimes he works for the good guys. He sometimes do, he's in the middle. Yeah. Put have him hunt. Have him train Spider Man. You know, just let's get nuts. Yes. Why not? The other big issue with this movie, with all the cool stuff happening. There's a lot of time. There's a handful of times in this movie where Natasha and Elena should be dead. Yeah, they ju- the they're not superhumans. They don't have any super soldier serum in them. They survive things that they shouldn't. Yeah, and it just takes you out of the movie because these are street level heroes who can do some you know really rad cool stuff, and they do. But like she survived. Like mm-hmm. a, t- a ten-story fall that knocked off a couple things, and she landed fine. Meanwhile, this other girl like broke her leg. And I was like, yeah. "No, they didn't see? do a good enough job of of." That's not. I, I feel like they could have made the widow program a little bit more of closer to a super soldier program. But also, there is a way of painting superhero dumb onto onto a quote unquote mortal 
in a way that isn't necessarily powers. I actually do yes. that in my fix. Oh, okay. I give I give I give Nat uh, a there is because this is a com- like she's a superhero comic. She's mm-hmm. a superhero. Yes. Regardless mm-hmm. of whether or not she has powers, she's a superhero. Right. So there needs to be something extraordinary about her. Sure. And I feel like this movie doesn't necessarily communicate that. No. No. Because Batman doesn't have powers, but Batman is extraordinary. Yes. For many different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I I think there are ways to get around the damage problem. Yeah. This movie doesn't prove to me why she was on that bridge for that circle shot. Oh. Do you wow. know what I'm saying? Okay. Like yeah, I can see that. She, it proves to me she's a great spy and she's capable. Yeah, but I don't think I. I it doesn't. This movie doesn't necessarily prove to me why she's an adventure. And I know, and I know that, but like, but also, <laughs> let's be real. I mean, we've been you know, it's it's the Iron Man situation. If you've been reading comic books, uh, Natasha Romanoff is not necessarily part of the equation all the time. No, she's not. She's D-list at best in the books for the longest time until the MCU kind mm-hmm. of made it Scarlett Johansson and we all started paying attention and we all went, oh, okay. Like, oh, it's, do it's, you know what I'm saying? If it's ScarJo, hi. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and that's not, and I'm not, there's no digs at ScarJo in that. Like, no. When she showed up in Iron Man 2, we were all like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also, like, she's usually a love interest of Tony, which is interesting. Oh, okay. The two of them, like, are specifically go around the horn a bunch. So that's why it was interesting. And then, like, kind of, I don't know. I don't know. I But but then again, I also, like, and upon rewatching this movie, mm-hmm. I kind of like, I really like this movie. Sure, the action is, the car chase in Budapest is really it's good. It's really the good. The action's really good. I like watching her kick ass. Yes. I really do. I like that the, the relationship between Nat and Yelena is fantastic. I think Florence Pugh is great. Your yeah. poser. Like, it's just the stuff. There's a lot of fun in this movie. It's just, there's enough of like, wait, what? That just kind of like, just kind of th- throws a little bit of a wrench into the gears. Like, Yelena blowing the thing up at the end. Like, yeah, we couldn't have just shot a rocket or something. Yeah. Like, we didn't, she didn't need to crawl in the thing. Because no. like, she could have just like, there's, why didn't, Cause it just there's just enough of a <laughs> wait wait how that's not how expl- but wait I know this is superheroes but like that's the difference between you and I in movies I never think like I never really unless it's really egregious it never really rings any bells for me and that her, her shove in the the thing in the engine and then yeah like, I'm falling away yeah now. that was a bit I was like oof that would have been shrapnel everywhere that yes. would have been like yes. doofa doofa yeah. I think the one I think okay, before we get into our fixes, I think there's like the one big issue that we did haven't really fully addressed. Sure. This movie came out after Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> and I know there was a pandemic, but even still, even if you were if it was slotted to come out after Endgame is so buck wild to me. It's so too little too late. I can't even I can't even like Yeah. And that's above ScarJo. It's above anyone in the in the. This was all the studio's fault. Completely. They should. She shouldn't have got. This movie should have been in Phase Three. Yes. I mean, hell, she should have gotten a movie. She should have gotten more than one movie. Yes. Because like the strength of her kick ass is fun. It's yeah. This movie alone. 
this movie's better than the second Thor movie, and they still make those. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, this movie was was pretty good. Yeah. It, and it's... Re- this movie was better than uh, the second Ant-Man movie. You know what I mean? Different flavors, but yeah. Yeah, uh, but... Here's, I just uh, Here's the other thing. Just story-wise, the bad guy? Terrible. It's a terrible bad guy. Yeah. Because we don't meet him until the third act. No, we don't. It's And then when we He's do, implied from time to time. Yep. And then when we do meet him, he's so one-dimensional, and he is just so cartoonishly evil. Yeah. It's like... Oh, okay. Like, clearly, he, need, he does need to be stopped, but, like, what what's your plan? Just power? Yeah. Ju- you just want to enslave all these women to do spy stuff? Like, this... Wow, this is just really... There's nothing else going on here? Okay, yeah, kill this guy. But, like, because, yeah, again, like, heroes are only as good as their villains. And this villain was just, like... This guy sucks. Yeah. Sucks on a rope. Yeah. But, like, he could have been, like, a cool spy master type of guy. But, like, he just kind of, like... They kind of made him a little too cartoonishly evil. Yeah. It just felt... It was, like... It, don't get me wrong. That scene is very scary. Oh, yeah, it's gross. It's evocative. It's, the actor yeah. does a very good job. Yeah, but I think again, again, we don't really, we don't really meet him until the end of the movie. I think in service of like the Taskmaster twist, which I understand, but I, I as an audience member, it's just kind of like, oh, okay, yeah. I just feel like this movie we could have relished in. I think we could have lived in the black I, as much as I actually really love the intro, and I think it actually gives enough information. To, to jump off from as an audience member, I think it's, I think we could have relished in the the widow training program a little longer. Oh yes, yeah. Because we've only had she was she talked about it with a Bruce in Age of Ultron. Yeah. Uh, when they're in, in the middle of Act Two, and she's like, "This is what happened. I don't have a uterus. Like this, is, the red room's horrible. Like we see like dancing and shooting with you know with both hands stuff like that, but like." We never really other get there. really than that. There's yeah. We just keep hearing alluding to Budapest and like and Clint getting her out and like her getting into Shield and stuff and like yeah, right on her leisure. But like that's we don't ever and even in this movie, we didn't really get a sense of what Budapest was. Yeah, and even though she like they're there, she's talking about it. Oh, what's the, what are these holes in the wall? Oh, those are arrows. Like, boy. This sounds like this would have been fun to see. Yeah. Because I feel like this would have been a real good, uh, you know, especially, especially given, like, if what just what we all saw in real time of, like, her what her fate was in Endgame of, like, oh, maybe this would have been, like, oh, no, Clint and Natasha were, like, the bestest of spy friends. Yes. They were uh, true friends yeah. through and through. And so, yikes on bikes, them hanging off that cliff yeah. was way more emotional than you guys realized because, no, these tr- these people were, like, the best friends. Yeah. And I feel, and that's, and they yeah. covered that a little bit in Hawkeye. Yeah. With, with seeing him. And d- that would have been more impactful. It, it's why I, specific, I mean, I think we should probably move into fixes. Yes. Uh, I will fix it. I'm going to, I'm going to be going first. Um, and that is why specifically in my fix, my, my movie and yours might become and yours in this you know fantasy world we live in uh might be coming out differently but i am specifically uh, like allotting my black widow movie to come out 
in between Infinity War and Endgame. Really? That's exactly where I'm putting it. Wow, okay. Because I think it also because we got we got an Ant-Man in between and I think we needed a little something else and I think Black Widow would have been perfect. I mean, knowing what's going to happen, yeah. Because it would have expand it like specifically what I'm expanding on in my movie. I think it would make it would make that land a lot more because I will be totally honest with you. As much as it was like you know, as much as that was like an, a, an emotional roller coaster of a movie, that is not even in my top five like most emotional moments from Endgame. Oh no, it's not. It's just their relationship. Just they never built it out to a point where I really care. And it's like, yeah, sorry, Clint's got a family. Natasha, you gotta go. Sorry, like everyone's like, can you believe that? I was like, yeah, he's got kids. Sorry, you don't. And now, as a father, I understand that a lot more now. Yeah. What is that face you're giving me? Because if it ever comes down to the two of us yeah. having to sacrifice one of us for the fate of the world, Sorry, you're dude. not even going <laughs> to... Okay, well... <laughs> I got a kid. Okay. I'll tell him you said hello. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, so you're the, you think I, I... You think in this conversation, I'm the one that comes out looking like a monster? No. Oh, okay. I'll just say, like, I'll let him know that you said yeah. you love him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> no. I'm not sacrificing There's myself. not a jury in the world that would convict me. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm, just letting, I'm just letting you know. I I'm not giving up without a fight. I don't... <laughs> I, I, understood. Understood. Just, just let you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're done, man. <laughs> <laughs> getting that soul stone. And I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to throw it over and be like, ah, it wasn't worth it. <laughs> yeah, you can keep it. I got what I needed. <laughs> 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 okay, Black Widow. Black com- Widow! Coming out in between Infinity War and Endgame. Uh, I'm actually keeping the intro the exactly the same. Exactly oh, okay. The same. Um, I like the dynamic. Uh, I, like the, I like the origin story. Um, I really like all of that. I like them having to like this little fake family. Sure. And I think, and I, because I think it really plays into the concept of like found family. Mm-hmm. And even that being... Like those are like those connections, I think are important, and and let's be real, we need Yelena, like we need Florence Pugh, <laughs> like she's what like what wow, like I never thought they'd get someone better than Scarlett Johansson to, like fill those shoes, and I was like, well they nailed it, they nailed it, yes, yes, um, and I just I really like the intro, and it's also Rachel Weisz and David Harbour, so who's who's mad about that, um, okay. Um, after that intro sequence, uh, we come up, uh, and it is, um, uh, and we get, uh, the, the card, uh, reads, uh, it's, uh, Budapest and it's like 2000, let's say two. Sure. Yeah. That makes, that sounds about From right. From the timing of when. Somewhere, yeah, somewhere before, a couple years before 2008. Whenever, like, when, whenever these characters I'm about to bring up will be, like, you know, rising in the ranks in the places that they're shield, rising. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we we see a an op going on of Black Widows, and uh, we see that it, it it is Natasha, Yelena, and a couple of other widows oh. who are sent to infiltrate uh, a a high tech facility in what we read on the title card as Budapest. Okay, we are in Hungary. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and uh, we eventually see uh, we see them going in. They're at the red room, going like holodeck, like going through like how they're going to be breaking into the thing. Oh, cool, cool, cool! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also uh, like matched up with it actually happening, like a heist movie, like a heist movie. But yeah. I also just want to live in the space of like the red room a little bit. More. Sure. Uh, and it's and it's I think it's Rachel Vice going through everything with them Ooh. Uh, while while she's there. Nice. Okay. Um, because I don't I don't want her in exile. I want her still training widows. Yeah. Because also, uh, Rachel Vice, Rachel Vice, she's my black widow mommy. <laughs> She can fight. <laughs> Say goodnight when you're chokeholded by Rachel. Oh, she's awesome. I love her. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm shocked. Um, I'm shocked. But we you get say. to a. Uh, we get like the first like quarter of them breaking into the facility, and we see Natasha Romanoff dropping into the shot. Like in the traditional like, big, big poser to drop, and then that's when we first get the like Elena being like, "Why do you always have to do that? Why are you such a poser? <laughs> like, why do you do that?" But the thing, you know, you can hair. just she's, she's like, "You didn't have to flick your hair. <laughs> you could just drop down." <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, we uh, we are have hear Rachel on comms the whole time, but then she goes dark. When uh, all we hear in Yelena's ear is, um, uh, well, th- uh, uh, there's part of this, like, there's part of this intel that, like, we weren't made aware of. Mm-hmm. Like, that, like, what, what the hell did I just walk into? Something goes squirrely. Something goes squirrely because we see, um, uh, we see Black Widow, like, the camera pan around, and we see on the wall a giant shield logo. And clearly, they're raiding a shield, shield base. A, a like a shield like safe house mm-hmm. in Budapest. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they are there to uh, steal uh, some technical specs. Sure, and they're basically there for intel mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, and uh, th- things go tits up as they are invading uh, the shield base, mm-hmm. and uh, we are. Um, we are we cut to a like uh a Triskelion. Nope, those don't exist yet. Sorry. Not yet. Um we cut to like Shield headquarters and we he- see a a young um Nick Fury being alerted that this safe house is being invaded by the widows yep. and blah, blah blah blah. And he's like, "Ah, well the, he's like he's like I'm pretty sure the birds are in the area. Let him take care of it." Um, and we see a young, and we, the black widows are taken on by a young, a young man in a, in a purple jumpsuit uh-huh. cause he was just working out, but he has someone in his ear the whole time feeding him Intel, yep. feeding him Intel. And, and it's a voice that like we maybe kind of recognize, Sounds kind of familiar, but it's never, but it's never really mentioned. And they're kind of like bipping and bapping the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is taking out widows. And as things go tits up, um, we hear. Oh, oh! Watch out now. Um, I I missed a, a very important thing that I was supposed to mention. Uh, I'm keeping the intro the same, but when the girls get lo- like put into the helicopter, right like, after they make it out, mm-hmm. uh, the big bad guy mentions at one point, like, "Oh, well, like, because." Uh, 
it's like what's the name of the captain uh what's david harbour's character's name red guardian red guardian he's been talking to red guardian he's like oh we're sending the red back to the red room he's like oh, i don't know about that place and they're like oh well now that like now that we've hired taskmaster like things things are definitely looking up over there oh. we hear a different voice on comms after rachel vice has basically gone dark and we hear our our taskmaster's voice mm-hmm. being like well if ladies if you can't if you're not gonna be able to pull this off like i'm gonna have to pull out I'm going to have to pull out the big guns. And Natasha's like, what are you even talking about? Um, I think uh, we get, um, and as things are going bad for the other, uh, for the other widows, we are seeing, uh, we are seeing the widows inadvertently, if they are getting into a compromised position, they are inadvertently ending their own lives. Like jumping out of windows, like inadvertently killing themselves. To a point where Natasha's like, "What's like, what's going on?" And we hear Natasha's uh, uh, Natasha's comments like, "They were expendable. Like, you knew, you guys knew you were expendable." And she was like, "Yeah, but not like this." And he's like, "I'm just gonna have we have to just clean up this mess. Um, if you can't if you can't deal with Robin Hood, like somebody's gonna have to." Right. And we uh, we see a sequence of a of a figure being dropped into airspace to the roof. Um, and, uh, he breaks into the lab, uh, and takes the information that's needed, uh, all the while, like murdering anyone in his way, shield agents, also any black widows. Mm -hmm. Um, and we pan up and we see, uh, the full, the, uh, full get up. The full getup of the what was his name once more? Red Guardian. Red Guardian. Um, but as we pan up to uh, Red Guardian and Natasha sees him, she was like, "You're not Red Guardian. I don't know who you are." Oh, and he like very robotically looks over and just starts wailing on Natasha. So we get a Red Guardian and Natasha fight. All the while, Hawkeye is making his way up the building to like kind of to get to this get to this intel sure um and yelena ends up joining the fight between red guardian um and as we see the, as the two of them fight eventually part of his costume comes away and we see a full metal arm <gasps> uh yeah the the red room ha- has ac- it's still Russia, so the red room has access to the Winter Soldier at that point. They do, but he's wearing the full Red Guardian outfit, so that's why Natasha doesn't know who he is, and that's why she's always kind of weird around Bucky, and that's why she doesn't understand why Steve trusts him. That's awesome. Yeah, that's so, awesome. So they make their way to the roof. Hawkeye joins the fight, and then they they all make their way up to the roof, and um, uh, eventually. Uh, and N- Natasha is, is on comms the whole time, and Hawkeye like hat like basically like has uh, Elena ends up with the information, uh, and uh, Hawkeye uh, Hawkeye has a shot on her. Red Guardian takes the information, uh, and Red Guardian hovers his shot, uh, or uh, Hawkeye hovers a shot over to Red Guardian, uh, and. Uh, Basically, uh, it's just like stand down, blah, blah, blah. They have a little bit of a conversation. And all Natasha hears on her ears is just like, she's expendable. 
and we see we see the the red guardian push Elena off the roof. Now, uh, we in that moment, like we feel we like feel Natasha like there's something rising up in her, but she's able to just like kind of tamp it down, and she's not sure what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but eventually, like Natasha, uh, after he does that. Natasha basically like takes out Red Guardian, like uh, I, I like the idea of dismantling the arm, sure in the uh, in that way, and has the information, um, and then that's when we get Hawkeye on with the shot on, on Natasha, and he doesn't take on the, the shot. roof, yeah, and all Natasha says is like that she was my sister, like I don't, I have to do I have to do this. But and then she and then he doesn't take the shot and she bails and she's out and they got the information now. Um, Whoa, yeah. So we're getting like that whole like it's a whole like what an opening, right? Yeah. Um, so many twists and turns. Uh, Natasha uh, returns the information uh, to base, but is obviously disillusioned. Uh, and she has a specific conversation uh, with Rachel about um, uh, about what's going on, uh, like with the Black Widows, mm-hmm. and that's when we get kind of the lore dump of like, well, this is um, you guys have all been implanted with this like specific chemical that like will basically like make you compliant, and if we need to, to eliminate you guys, like we can we can we do, so. do that, yeah. Um, and Natasha, even more so, Natasha's like, okay, well then, fucking never mind, I'm out of here. Yep. Um, now, uh, after that, uh, Natasha, I think, goes and finds Red Guardian. Um, I, I, be- I think he's still in prison. I think that's fun. Yes, that is fun. Well, that's um, what they would. That's what they would do. Yeah, because she's like someone. They're using your mantle, and he's like, so. So I think there's still a breakout sequence, but like it may be a little bit different. Like he's just like so mad that they would be like tainting the name of Red he Guardian. He needs to kick a little bit more butt than he, he needs, did in the movie. Yes, because he's. I, I need to, comparable I, to. I Cap, want him apparently. to smash Hulk, smash his way out of that prison. Yes, and knowing that he could at all times. Yes. Um. Uh. And uh, eventually. Uh, he gets a, the two of them get a communique, uh, from, from Rachel Weiss. And she was like, Hey, like I've also left the widows. Uh, like we should meet up. I know we're not, we're not technically your mom and dad, but like, we need to have, like, we need to have a powwow about what's going Mm -hmm, on here. mm -hmm, mm Um, and, uh, that's when like we get kind of the lore dump there about what's actually really going on. Mm -hmm. But then, uh, what ends up breaking up the meeting is that Natasha or that Rachel Weiss tries to inject Natasha again with a strong, with stronger mind control because she's like, maybe it's not working on you. Like we need to get you back. And so like, there's a fight between Rachel and the red guardian and Natasha, they bail. Eventually, um, uh, we get, uh, we get Hawkeye. Uh, they reach out to Hawkeye. Oh, um, and they make a deal. They make a deal that um, they're going to break into, they're going to help her break into Red Room, um, but because they need their intel back. Mm-hmm. And she's like, cool, I will help you get your intel back if you help me destroy this mind control program. 
And they're like, deal. And they're like, I don't know why I trust you. Um, he's like, and, and she was like, and also like, I, I like, I, I'm not exactly sure like who you're always talking to all the time. And then we get, we get the reveal that, um, the, the voice in Hawkeye's head is, uh, Lisa Cardellini. Yes. Yeah, Mockingbird. Mockingbird. Yeah. Um, and we get her and we get to see her kind of kick some ass too. Yes. Because yes, we do. yes. Yes. I, I want yes. that. Yes. I just want it. Yeah. And I love I love her as an actress, and I need, and yeah, I just need it. Yes. Um, so Mockingbird, Hawkeye, Natasha, and the Red Guardian are gonna break their way into um, the Red Room. Um, upon uh, their infiltration of uh, the Red Room, uh, we are going to get a oh, also part of that lore dump with Rachel Vice is that uh, uh, we get more of a backstory about the Taskmaster. Cool. Yes. Um, and it's all kind of hearsay and it kind of mm-hmm. like builds that up. Sorry. I meant to mention that. Um, they break into red room. Um, upon finding out, uh, they, they get their Intel back. I'm, I'm fast forwarding a little sure, bit cause we, we kind of know stuff. what's going on. Yeah. Um, uh, she finds out that Elena is actually still alive mm-hmm. and is in the facility, but is, uh, fully mind controlled. And she finds out like through like mockingbird, like helps her access the Intel of like Elena's like on the top floor. I don't know why, but she is still alive. And she was like, she leaves destroying the mind control stuff to red guardian. Mm-hmm. He ends up having to fight, um, Rachel vice again. Um, and that could be a really funny scene Would be. and a little bit more of like an, an ex, uh, an expansion on that idea. And then I think uh, Hawkeye and Natasha make their way to the top floor. Um, and we get, I love you just a really long elevator ride with just like a long, like a conversation between the two of them. Um, and he's just like, I just like, don't know. And we, we get, we get them to find a common ground mm-hmm. because I think they've been kind of bickering the whole time. Sure. And realize that they're just kind of two sides of the same coin a little bit. Yep. And it's like, we've both been like, she's like, bone arrow. He's like, I don't know. That's the thing I'm best at killing at. So that's what they let me do. I don't know what to tell you. She's like, yeah, I got the same, I got the same thing. And she's like, these things aren't really that, that special, but I'm really good at killing people with them. So that's what they want me to do. And it's just like, she's like, I just don't know if I really want to, I don't know if I want to kill for other people anymore. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I, get, I know the feeling. Um, but I think he's like, he's like the difference, the difference with shield is, um, the difference with Shield is, is like I made this is my choice, like I made this choice, and he was like, I get the feeling we're wa- about to walk into a situation where, um, you're gonna have to make one, Ooh. and I hope you make the right one. Um, and uh, we get to the top floor and we we see that it's Taskmaster, and um, I like the idea that. There's not really much of a fight with Taskmaster because he's just like we don't need this is not let's not fight like it's there's he shoots an arrow at him he's just like catches it and it's like I we don't guys this is not have you seen my outfit like (laughs) I'm awesome (laughs) we don't need to do this um but he's like but you guys will make wonderful you guys will make wonderful parts of uh wonderful toys in my in my new playroom. And we see like a fully mind controlled Yelena and uh and he's like, Well, Natasha already kind of technically has this in his bloodstream and he basically like she goes rigid and he is 
uh, he it ma- basically makes them fight to the death. He's like, I only re-, he's like, you guys are kind of the same thing. I don't need two of you. Like, let's just see which one's better. Oh no! And, okay. Uh, he he makes Hawkeye watch the two of them fight. And this is where the the concept of like a non superpower superpower kind of comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, we through a series of like flashbacks and the conversation between the two of them, uh, and also things that Hawkeye is yelling to her, like from outside of this like big circle pit sure, on top of, course, of a building yeah. or whatever. Um, <laughs> you know, like a cool yeah. like glass like, enclosed, yes, yes. like la- you know lab generic yeah. cool lab. Um, we see, we see Natasha overcome the mind control. Mm-hmm. We see her have force of will enough to say no and make her own decision. And she basically liberates, um, she doesn't kill, uh, Yelena stops Yelena from, uh, stops Yelena from, uh, killing her, uh, up until Red Guardian destroys the system mm-hmm. and the two of them like kind of come down from it. Uh, and then the three of them fight Taskmaster and he gets away. Sure. But course. they to kind of like bring down the Red Room mm-hmm. around them. And I like the idea of her bringing, uh, basically being like, hey, like, Hawkeye's like shields hiring you guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so like she basically be that's how she rises the rank so quickly at shield because she is basically in control of her own kind of um, her own department of shield sure. as it were like all these ex widows. Um, and then a fun little uh, a fun little mid credit sequence is uh, uh, we see um, <laughs> the, the mid credit sequence is we see uh, what them ha- handing the, the Intel back mm-hmm. um, like Hawkeye handing it in at shield and someone being like, Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And then like another person coming in and like, Oh, is that the, Oh, those are, those are the, uh, the schematic. Those are all the information of all of our agents in the field. Right. And they're like, Oh yeah, I'm glad we got that back. Hail Hydra, right? Hail Hydra. So, like, at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, we didn't really... Who are we winning this for? Yep. And then the final sequence is one of... Uh, uh, I think the, uh, the final sequence is uh, a Black Widow uh, being, uh, like, clicked up in one of the mind control things, and we see a scroll like, transform into a Black Widow. Oh, what? Yeah, and that's... And so it's kind of the start of... Fury's infiltrate like hit like he has spies everywhere kind of thing. Even though Secret Invasion wasn't very good, it was not the. Best. I would imagine we'll be fixing that probably sooner rather than later. Quite possibly, Jay. <laughs> Quite possibly. So that's my that is Budapest as my Black Widow movie, and also it like it informs. I really like the idea of you are you have to make a choice. Mm-hmm. And her having the strength of will to make whatever choices that she can, and her making the choice to sacrifice herself for the Soul Stone, mm-hmm. that much more important. It also feeds into the first Avengers. Yes. With Clint being mind controlled by Loki or uh-huh. the staff. And uh-huh. her like, no, no, I no no, I'm gonna save him. 
No. No, no. No, 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 no. no. no he's, yeah. yeah. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. I was fine. I, I'll get him. Yeah. No one understands this yes. more than me. I got this. Yeah. Yes. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. Because he didn't give up on me when he could have. Mm-hmm. He had his intel already. He didn't have to. He, yeah. He didn't have to go. Mm-hmm. Like, I, they need to have a relationship, God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> there needs like, to be a reason why he's crying. <laughs> At the base of yeah. Grand Central Station. Yeah, it needs to, there needs to be a reason where he's, like, not okay for all of Hawkeye. You know, thinking back on Hawkeye, I really liked that show. It's my one of my it's one of my favorites. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, it's quite good and funny. And Yelena's in it, and she's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, but also, like, her being so, so, yeah, give them more of a relationship. Yeah. This is a girl that, she didn't kill me. She, 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 she should have. Mm-hmm. She should have, but she didn't. It's a UK bishop. Why do you keep saying my name? I feel like you're trying to like flex on me that you know my name. I am. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, dude. Anyone that tells me they don't, they don't like love like these new the new shows. I'm like, there's that. That's one of the scenes you show them. Like, there are certain things that I'm like, you know, what? like all the Marvel TV shows aren't a thousand percent nailing it. But like, you show them that. You show them Moon Knight just like straight up like murdering a werewolf. Like, <laughs> you know, like that. Nah, it's not all bad. Not you know, bad. It's, some of it's pretty good. Some of it's pretty good. Some of it's pretty good. A lot of it's pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. Okay. My fix. Hit me. Here we go. We're starting with this. Is the, this is a prologue. We're going to start in Budapest. Yeah. We're gonna, but we're, we'll take the movie's version of it. Because it's we'll, too important. It's, it's very important to this whole movie. Yeah. Because they keep referring to it. Like, we're going to see it. Granted, it's condensed to like five minutes. Yeah. But we're going to start with Clint and Natasha be, and Clint being Natasha's handler and being like, if you want out, you know what you need to do. You need to take out whatever that guy's name is in charge. He's just going to call him the bad guy. I don't even remember Let's his name. Greg. Greg, the guy in charge Evil of the Evil Greg. Evil Greg. Evil Greg. <laughs> so this is her mission of getting into S.H.I.E.L.D. And we see her like make the decision to like use the daughter as like, okay, he, I know she's in, he's in there. And Clint's like, are you sure you want to do this? And she's like, I need out. I need out. I, I'll hand her this, this red in my leisure. So the explosion happens, and now they're on the run for the next next five minutes. You know, we're, we'll go, you know, we'll, we'll flash forward the days or whatever. They'll be at the safe house, and then they'll be chased through the city by some widows and these other goons of, of the Greg the Evil guy, and they'll end up in that vent. Remember when they're in their subway? Yes. We'll end up in the vent. I'll have a nice quiet moment here in the beginning of like, so they can just start talking. So like they have a moment and it's like, so Clint's like, well, you know, what was your, uh, what was your family? Like, we you know, did you have a, did you have a family? And you see kind of flash through Nat's eyes of like, Oh, my my mom threw me away, but she doesn't say anything, but she goes into what actually happened of like, Oh, well then we get her version of Ohio. Not really a family, but I did kind of have a family when I was, you know, a kid, and we went to this. We had a mission. But it's her version of it. She doesn't know what they stole. Yeah. I had a kind of a sister, uh, and Clint, like, whatever happened to her? Like, I, we got taken back into the Red Room, and I have, I don't know. I lost track of her. I love that. Man, I loved the intro. Like, the origin hits, I think. Yeah. But, you know, Clint asked a little bit. He was like, yeah, we get that Rachel Weiss was a former widow. We get that David Harbaugh was Red Guardian. But, like, I don't know where they are. I, you know, this it's been so long, and I so we get all that information right here at the prologue. And yeah. eventually, like, they realize that it's been a couple of days. The been heat's gone. And they're like, you know what? I think, you know, we're gone. And they, you know, they get, lead up, they get out of the vent. They head to, like, a S.H.I.E.L.D. transport or whatever. And Clint says, well, well welcome to S.H.I.E.L.D. And, you know, and then the, the intro starts. And then we're right into the present where 
she's being chased by Ross. And I was like, you're not in S.H.I.E.L.D. anymore, Natasha. Blatt. You know, it's the same basic scene. She's one step ahead. You know, they're about It's almost as if, like, the S.H.I.E.L.D. logo can, can like, it can end on a good S.H.I.E.L.D. logo and then transfer into a bat. You know what I mean? Yep. So like an arm patch. It's, it's the, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's good. A, it's a mirror shot of where, you know, she started out good and now it's everyone's chasing her. Hell yeah. Same basic act one. Ross is chasing her. She's one step ahead. She gets to the trailer that her, that cool guy that was also in Secret Invasion is helping set her up. Yeah. Um, she gets a package. She gets all her mail. She should have been a larger part of Secret Invasion, I think. I think they didn't utilize their tools well in that movie or in no. that show. Well, that, that guy could have been around for a bunch of stuff. God, he could have been Killing Maria was such a <laughs> Sorry. It's fine. Um, so, you know, she's all set up. She's got this mail. She's, there's, the package is there, but she doesn't. And again, and we didn't flash over to Yelena. We just, she just gets this package. We don't know what's going on. Uh, and then she's like, oh, she's watching a movie and the generator breaks. She's got to go into town. Great. She drives into town. And as she's coming back from the hardware store to her car, which has the mail and everything in it, um, she gets jumped by a squad of widows. And part of that squad is Yelena, who she's going to clock. Granted, we just saw her in Nat's version of the flashback to Ohio. Uh-huh. And leading this group of widows is a masked widow who is like <clears throat> scary good at kicking all the butt. Yeah, that's a good title, The Masked <laughs> Widow. That's awesome. So this fight is going to kind of travel through the town, like kind of in the back alleys of this town or whatever, yeah. and it's at night. And eventually Natasha's going to figure out what they're after. Mm. Oh, they're after that something in the, the car. Oh, it's this package. What's what that? I don't even, she doesn't even know what's going on. She's fighting for her life. She knows Yelena's here, but like, and she's trying to like, Yelena, what's going on? But like, nope, she, they're just fighting. There's no recognition. What's there? And this masked widow is spooky good. Eventually she finds out what's going on, grabs, the, finds the package, um, and accidentally explodes a little bit into, um, oh, I'm sorry. She opened the package at home didn't and saw like, oh, sorry. She opened the package, saw it was a bunch of vials, and there was a card inside the package that said, save us. And there was some writing on it. And she doesn't understand what it was. Like some, it's, clearly, it's a, some type of code, but she's like, I, that's it's something. I'm not. It's tickling my brain. I'm not quite sure what it is. But she packs it up and brings it in the car with her. And yeah. then blah, 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 blah. Yeah, Yelena gets spooshed. Like, oh no! Oh, she gets and she's like, comes to like, Natasha, what's going on? And she's like, wait, what? Ah, we're fighting. We gotta get out of here. And the masked widow is like kicking everyone's butt. Yeah. And so Yelena and Natasha are able to get the heck out of dodge. Whew, it's close, but they get out. Um, act two, it's catch up time. It's basically the same act two with Yelena. Like, eh, this is all. You know, this is what happened to me. Where, where did you go? You're such a poser. You know all this kind of stuff. They're like bonding. And it's really nice. This is, and we, but we find out in this, uh, this discussion or over the course of some scenes what the red mist is, which is just the antidote to the, the chemical brainwashing, uh, what happened after Nat defected. Uh, because they, they kind of they talked about it in the movie, but they didn't give it enough credit. And I feel like Natasha defecting from the Red Room or Russia or whatever the organization was um, should have been given a little bit more importance like this is yeah. all Natasha's fault. Yeah, because she defected them. Them upping them upping their protocol is in, in direct response to losing one. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I never even thought about that, but yeah, that is huge. And they kind of—I seem like they were circling it a little bit <clears> in the movie, <throat> but like because Elena had a couple <clears throat> of lines of like we're the next generation, and like no, no, but I feel like that connective tissue. Yeah. Could have been like no that, and then so this then really makes Natasha be like oh. I need to really make sure this red room is destroyed because, like, the red room still. I thought they're I, out of control. I thought I killed this guy. Um, the bad guy's still alive. 
Um, and he's the one that personally, and we'll see him because Yelena will tell her what happened. So we will see her little flashback of the guy giving her information. We'll see a little bit of the red room, like, because Yelena's like telling her what happened. So we won't just see this guy at the beginning of Act 3. We've already seen him in the prologue. Now we're seeing him again. We'll see him in Act 3. Um, we'll f- find out that the red room is not gone, but it's also just a much larger organization than when they were kids. Like it's expanded. Because uh, I see. Is, yeah. So it was like the original version of the Red Room that she talked about to Bruce. Like, yes, that's what it was. But since you, we were kids, and since you defected, yeah, yeah. it, uh, it changed a lot. Yeah. Well, but also like I don't know. I feel like I just feel like the Red Room and Black and Widows writ large should have been players on the board in other movies. And oh things. yes, yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, the only other time there was a Black Widow was in um, Agent Carter. Oh, there was one back, yeah, in, but back in the day. <clears throat> but that's <clears throat> that's yeah. the sixties, dude. I mean, oh, that was the forties, man. Oh, yeah, well, it was or, even still fifties. Yes. Um, so, Lord dump mm. all the stuff. They kind of catch back up, and they're like, Bond, these sisters. They track this. They, they track the package back to its source because Yelena remembers she did, decodes the code on the thing. I was like, oh, this, remember this when we were kids? Oh, wait a second. There's only one other person that knows this code. Mom. Mom. So they go to Budapest. They figure out where she is. Black Widow Mommy. Black Widow Mommy. And they find out, you know, and she's like, uh, so we have a fight between uh, Yelena and Nat and Rachel Weiss. Does it kind of like, because they don't quite know what's going on. And uh, Rachel doesn't know if they're, you know, been they, to kill and they all know the same moves. So yeah. So it's all like, you just, also, you know, we just kind of needed the good guys to fight. So we, that we can see Rachel kick ass. You and know how to fight you. And, and know that she can. Um, but so Rachel's been also out of the program for a long time. And she, because of what happened to Nat, she's been trying to work on a, a cure for this brainwashing. Because even though that's what they stole in Ohio, as that we'll, we'll get that information here because Nat didn't know. And now Rachel's going to tell us, like, oh, this was what happened. And this is a step too far. And we believed in, you know, what was going on back in the, the 90s and the early 2000s. But then, like, then it's, it changed to something I didn't believe in anymore and what they were doing. They expanded their programs. Like, this is not about a nation anymore. This is not about just, you know, a spy program. This is like, it's turned into like a corporate horribleness that's preying upon women yeah. and young girls across the globe. This and we need to mir- stop this. military industrial complex. Yes. And, and I need to stop it. And I didn't know who else to send yeah. this to. And you're the only superhero. This I is know. not a mom and pop organization anymore. We're turning into, you know. Yes. So after we're taking Quiznos worldwide, (laughs) murder Quiznos. So uh, you know, after a little lore dump of what Rachel's been up to, what the Red Mist is, more information, just filling more of the gaps into what's going on, and making her good is better. I don't know that whole pig thing was interesting, but it was like creep. Like why don't it was pretty bleak? Let the pig breathe. What are you doing? It was pretty evocative. Yes, I mean it made the pig breathe. Come on, stop! Boy, prove it. Rachel, no, Rachel, (laughs) Rachel, what are you doing? Stop it, Rachel! (laughs) Stop it! You were in the mummy. We love you. (laughs) No. Um, after the Lord dump, is this about us being mad about you for in, in, for being an Aragon? We forgave you. Oh, I never seen Great. that. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, oh, it was the worst. She was the voice of the dragon in Aragon. It was so really? terrible. I've never bad read it, nor have I ever we seen it. We forgave you. Um, the Widow Squad shows up, and this it's the fight now in Budapest where, you know, in, 
basically the same thing that happens in the normal movie. We can see like widows, like them trying to save them and like them being like, I'm not ah! like we could, you know, the consequences of their actions. Now that we know what's going on, we can actually see kind of see some of it happening. Also, uh, there's no death defying flying base. Yeah, no one falls. There's no explosion in the cars that really should have died. It's it's you know it's good. It's a good car chase. That whole flying base was. It, 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 look, oh, the flying base does come in the Act Three. We're not there oh. yet. Oh, but we're we're just the car chase. The I cool, see. It's a cool car chase. Yes, yes, they're yes, running yes, through yes. the they're running through the streets. It's not really cool, but no, nothing death defying. Like, wait, you should be dead. Then, well, no, we're gonna we're gonna reel that in. Yes. Just some cool stuff. Oh, that she's oh she's limping a little bit. Ah, shoot, that fall a little hard, but like nothing, nothing where you've been like, wait a second, what? Um, and the masked widow, of course, kicking on the butt, and they're getting chased, and like, oh no, we gotta get out of here. And eventually, oh my god, oh god, they got out just in time. Whew. We need to figure out where the red room is, because even Rachel has no idea. And it's like the only person that might know was the person who was along, uh, the friend of Evil Greg's the longest was, you know, Red Guardian, and he's in jail. Well, we're gonna break him out. Oh, okay. Yeah. They break him out, much of the same scene from the movie, but this time he kicks way more butt. He busts yes. out of this yes. jail. I want to see David Harbour with superpowers. Yes. Absolutely body shop. Who doesn't want to see that? Yes. I I, I yes. appreciate that they played him for jokes because he's also very good he's at that. He's very funny. But also... It's fun seeing him... Actually wreck some shop. Yeah. And he's got the super soldier serum in him. Like, he can do some uh, yeah. stuff. I thought he was really good. Like, there's a lot in the original movie that actually really works. I yeah. thought he was really great in the movie. Yeah. Um, so they break out Red Guardian, same basic thing from the movie, uh, after they, they land somewhere and they have a little bit of downtime, and now they're like, they're not acting as a family, they're acting as four people that have a common goal, Yeah. because Evil Greg has screwed them over in each different a different way, and they're like, we need to take this guy out. Yeah. It's Yelena who's like, it's really nice to be around you guys again, I never, I never didn't think of you guys as my family, because I was so young, it was real to me. That stuff was really good. Yes. But they... They were there was so many jokes and like the weird sexual tension, but like what? Stop! This is not. They clearly weren't all that yeah. attracted to each other. You're playing this. There's an it emotional kinda, moment happening over here. Can yeah. we let that play out? Because this was like yeah. kind of awkward and weird. And then they go and actually do have the moment, and it is kind of sweet. But like, let's get there a little bit more naturally this time, and a little faster. Yes. So they do, and Elena's like the emotional core of this group. Yes. And then they get jumped by the widows and other and other faceless goons because remember there are some goons in the red room. Yeah. And so they get jumped. Remember, there's goons. There's goons, it's not guys, just widows. There's and not some, the crab rang kind. Just goons. Just goons. Just goons. They get jumped and they fight and they do a really good job, but there's a lot of them and the masked widow is there and they eventually you like crab rang goon. I don't think I've ever had it, Jay. Really? Yeah. It's delicious. It's one of my favorite foods. I'm not surprised. What are you saying? Uh everyone gets captured and taken to the red room. Everyone's, you know, bagged and tagged, yeah. and they're out. But we don't see them travel to the Red Room. We just know them get bagged, and they wake up in the Red Room. Okay. So the, 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 flying, the fact that they're in a hovering base is going to be, like, a big reveal. Sure. So, Act 3, Yelena's about to be dissected to figure out how she got the antidote. Because they're like, we need to get this antidote out of you and figure out how to make an antidote to the antidote. And the Red Guardian and Rachel are also about to be killed because they're no longer useful to the bad guy. Uh, the bad guy takes the mask off of Nat and monologues basically the same stuff, but and not super as creepy. And, like, no, I have a goal in mind. The Red Room was a small individual thing for Russia. You killing me allowed me to get away from Russia and take this global. And now I'm basically an evil corporation that does this for everybody. You have no idea the amount of resources I have and the fact that I can can take girls from anywhere around the world and then shuffle them off, train them, and then take them to give them the other, you know, industrial complex. Like, it's all... 
I have so much power and influence right now because I have people all over the place. It's like what, yeah, it's exactly what happened to the, the CEO of Quiznos. They blew him up. Yeah. And then it was like, no, nah, no. Nah, You're maybe more powerful. You have no idea what you've done. Uh, so all while he's monologuing, he's just like, and you know what? Toasted sandwiches to every corner <laughs> of the globe. <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to, uh, you know, again, I'm not going to, I'm not going to have an Avenger under my control. This is fantastic. Uh, but before I inject you with this, you know, the men, the mind control stuff, I'm going to let you watch Yelena and, uh, you know, Rachel and Red Guardian die. Um, but while all this monologue has been going on, this gives, uh, Yelena just enough time to get herself out of trouble and get off the table. Yeah. And then also this is just enough time for Rachel and Red Guardian to also get themselves out of trouble. Yeah. Because he's got, you know, he's a super soldier. They're widows. They're not incompetent. They know what they're doing. Yeah. So they're able to work themselves out of this trouble and then cause havoc in the base. And because of all the chaos going on, he never actually injected Natasha, which allows her to have time to be like, and I'm getting out of my restraints. Ha ha! Let's get everybody free! Pocket sand! So everyone's running around the base trying to get the vials that they still, they, they, they kind of had, you know, some smuggled or whatever, or they didn't, like, destroy them. They were gonna, they, Elena can, like, grab them, like, let's go, get, we gotta get these to the vent. Run off. Yeah. Throw them in the vent. Put it in a super soaker and just start spraying everybody. Release it in the base so all the widows are free. And so now it's all the widows versus, versus all, all the, the goons. goons. And it's all massive chaos. Meanwhile, Natasha's like, okay, well, I don't have to free them. I'm just going to kill this guy. So she goes back to the Elena and Red Guardian and Rachel are trying to get people off the base and or kill the goons. Oh, and also as as uh, Natasha's like trying to get to the get to them initially, she like we're on in the sky. That's why we can never find it. We're in a hovering base. This is insane. Yeah. Now we got to get every. How, this is now we got to get fly everybody out of here. This complicates matters a lot. So Natasha goes back to kill the bad guy, and uh, he vents all the air in the room, and then is able then unmasks the masked widow, and it's his daughter. Yeah, and the mask prevented her from getting the antidote. So, haha, you thought you killed my daughter? That was the price for your freedom? Well, enjoy this. This is you this is your fault. Yeah. So, they fight and it's sad and Natasha's like can't bring herself to kill her because like she doesn't want to. Yeah. And she wants to save her and like what are we going to do? How do I get how do I do this? Well, uh, Rachel and Regardian and Yelena get like all the other widows are like, killing all the goons and they get like to like they like to to ships and stuff to fly off the base. Yeah. And Yelena goes back for Nat. And she's got one vial left because she she never actually saw Nat and she was afraid that Nat might have gotten injected and maybe not didn't have the cure. So she's got one vial left. They get in there. Yelena starts helping out and realizes, oh, this girl is still controlled and Nat doesn't need it. They free the daughter. And the daughter has like another emotional moment of like, oh, thank God, thank you. I'm so, and, and Natasha's like, you know, I'm so sorry. Like they actually have a little bit more of a moment than just like in the movie because like that, yeah. that should have been a little bit more. A thousand percent. But just a little bit. Um, and then Natasha kills the bad guy. And it's aw- he does, she does so in an awesome way. Yeah. Like in the room. Like, you know, she does something cool and murders the crap out of this guy. Yeah. And it's awesome. I think she pretty successfully does that in the actual movie. Oh, Yelena gets the kill. She remember she's the one that blew up the thing that he was in? Uh, I guess so. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So she gets she gets the kill him this time. No weird chemical. You can't stab me. I got to break my nose. Even though that was kind of cool. It's like, ah, it's kind of weird and creepy. Yeah. Uh, like, can we just, ah, just stab me, stab me, stab me. Yeah, it just felt really kind of. So they got to they get off the thing. Uh, <clears throat> they got off the hovering base. And unfortunately, there's like, um, they get 
the daughter to the ship, but then everything blows up and everything's like falling and rocking and stuff like this. And then uh, Natasha has and Yelena have to like share a, a, a parachute or whatever. You know, but they, they're falling. Yeah. So ba- the same basic falling stuff that happens at the end of the movie. That stuff was awesome. That was. When she's slide three points sliding down the solar panel, like yo, that shot's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's it's, really it's baller as hell. But no fight this time. They just got to get you know they just got to find a parachute and share it, and you know, so they don't die because yeah. the fight's already over. They destroy the red room. They killed the guy. The widows are freed. Great, huzzah! Everything you know they they meet back up on the ground. Everyone's so happy they're you know no longer enslaved with this bad guy anymore. And Nat's like, I'm gonna stay and I'm gonna draw General Ross off. There's no way no one saw this. So like you guys need to get out of here and you need to save everybody. Here's the, you know, here's the information for all the other widows that are, are on the planet. You need to free them. Yes. We, we owe them. We got to get them out. We got to get them out. Yeah. They go off. Nat goes off on the Quinjet to save everybody from the raft and the movie's over. Great. Uh, we can have the same middle mid scene with uh, Elena and Val being like, Hey, Hawkeye, go, go to Hawkeye. Great. Uh, but there's one more credit after credit scene. Uh, it is a group of widows that we just kind of saw with Rachel Weiss as like their leader being like, okay, here's our first target. This is the first one we got to go free. All leading to the new Disney plus show, black widows. Oh, cool. Because black widows are cool. You just populated the MCU with thousands of them. Uh huh. With direct instructions. Like, Hey, we need to save everybody. And they haven't done anything with that no. plot point at all. No. And it would be wildly interesting of like, because it's almost like the Slayer army at the end of Buffy. Like, hey, all these potentials are all, everyone's a Slayer now. Yeah. What are we going to do? Like, all these widows are available and out there and then we need to save them. There's a lot of, there's a lot of aspects to like, as much as the MCU is tied together and that's all well and good. There's a lot of aspects that just like, there's a lot of hanging chads. And I think it all started going downhill when Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. wasn't canon. Hmm. That's, yeah. for me, where it all starts to fall apart. But the Black Widows, like, there there weren't just a couple. There are thousands. So at this yes. point, like, can we address the fact that, like, when we last left the Widows, there were thousands of them with no leader just out there, undercover, yeah. doing stuff? Uh, yeah. And some good guys with, like, you know, named actors being like, hey, maybe we should save them and maybe be a force for good. Because clearly these women, you know, a lot, probably, you know, some could stay bad. Yeah. Some could go good. Some could go gray. Like, there's a whole lot of cool things. Yeah. It, hell, even you can, you can tie, like, it's the kind of thing where even if you put that out, that show, if the show, this movie came out earlier, it's like, hell, that could even, like, you could start, like, weave that into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like yeah. the Black Widow program, like some of them join, some of them don't. That's awesome. I don't know. There's a lot you could do with the widows. Yeah, that's pretty solid, dude. Thanks. It's like just tweet. That's just fine tuning what we already got. Yeah, there was a lot because of good in that movie. Pretty fun. It's, I had a good time. It's pretty good. It just needed a little bit more zhuzh in some places and just some backstory. It was because- better than the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. That's for damn sure. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm just pulling stuff out oh, of my okay. at this point. I don't know. I'm just saying, like people. I think people dunked on this movie a little bit harder than they should have. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it came out at the wrong time. Yeah. And yeah, and Taskmaster was not, 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 not he, built he, to last. He, well, he, well, here's the thing though. Taskmaster is going to be in this Thunderbolts project they're working on. They are, or the, he, she, it, it is. 
Yeah, is that they they keep it's like are they still a person or are they a robot? What are they? Because um, it feels like it's a program now. Just like like a, I don't know if it was if her. It's an AI, or was it just like a like a something a like a program in her, in her brain. brain? Yeah. Yeah. Taskmaster is in the lineup for Thunderbolts. I was that new. I don't remember I'm, that from almost, the initial. I'm almost positive. Hmm. Well, that's cool. Um, so we'll see what they do. We'll see. So I don't know. Did you notice? I didn't. I only noticed on the, on the rewatch that the backpack has a bunch of different like collapsible weapons in it. Oh yeah, I didn't. I, 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 I never caught that the first time. All sorts of stuff. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It just was such a missed opportunity for to have a yeah yeah have a fun player in the yeah. in the universe. It's like all the Spider-Man movies. Stop killing, stop killing Norman Osborn. Stop killing him. Yeah, you you have a huge you have a huge character here. Don't kill Doom. Like, don't kill Doom. Doom's a Doom's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And in, in both good and bad ways. Mm-hmm. Like stop, you know, comic books don't. Uh, d- yeah. Ah. I just like could I could have lost enough sleep over that kind of con- concept. I have my priorities. Exactly where they need. Yes, to be. you do. All right. Yes, you do. Well, I think we fixed it. We bud. did fix it, bud. Who? This poor movie. This poor movie deserved, it deserved better. Yeah, I think the character writ large deserved better as well. She absolutely but. did. Who? Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for viewing. Thank you so much for listening. If you're catching this podcast in its audio format, um, wherever you catch your podcatchers, if you wouldn't mind leaving us a quick little five-star review. If you have the opportunity to, write what you love about our show. Uh, write how big a bag of crap you want out of being out hey. of. <laughs> I, I don't know why. It's such, it's such a benign thing. Yeah, I can. Every time I bring it up, I can see you kind of like be like, "Oh," and I'm like, it's, I'm, I'm, it's, "I'm very clearly kidding." <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, if you're, <laughs> if you're watching this on YouTube, also maybe how big is Boone? Yeah, like, subscribe, hit that bell, do that YouTube that you do so well. You guys know how to be good stewards of the content you like. Um, yeah. Look at look at our good structured episode. Wait, it is this one's highly structured, ooh, Jay. It's like a it's like a well layered baklava. Ooh. And as we end every episode, heartbreak feels good in a place like this. Uh, it's the silent nose break, I guess. Yeah, didn't see coming. This is my my master plan. Oh wait a second, you broke your nose. Oh, uh oh. Yeah, <laughs> and that's how I kill you, evil Greg, with my sister and my nose break powers. <laughs> <laughs> That's watch. her superpower. It was. Yeah, it really. Like it really I'm, just just, I'm just gonna snap it back. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I I really I think skateboarding is the coolest. I I didn't get into it when I should have. You really want to get in skateboarding? I was too, I was too careful. Yeah. My cousin was into skateboarding. He could kick flip and stuff, and I thought it was so cool. But I just, yeah, I just didn't, uh, I was too, I was too afraid of getting hurt, so yeah. I couldn't really, you have to, you have yeah. to not really be afraid of getting hurt in order to learn how to do some of this. But you're going to get hurt. You're going to get hurt.